But it wasn't like that, cause they're lying to you. It's time to be awakening. like flu and pneumonia. You know what they call them? They call them COVID deaths. They inflated the numbers to make us all afraid. Separate your families to make us feel sad. Isolate your children to make them feel bad. Terrify them, then deny them basic human dignities they rely on. Human touch, smiling face, fresh air to breathe a wide open space. Slap a mask on your little kid's face. Staff infection all over the place. Why can't people see the fear they're in? This shit is straight up Luciferian. Shit. All right, we are back, and it is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. This is the Evan J. Livestream. I'm your host, Evan J. Welcome to the show. A couple of announcements today before we get into the content. Um, I'm going to just show you my website. If you're new to the show, um, please come to my website, which is evantalks.com and sign up for the email list right there at the top of the website. Um, that will allow me to be in touch with you, send you an email each night with the replay of that day's show. Um, if you're looking where to find the show, you can find it right here on eventalks.com and you can chat live from the website. This is coming in from Twitch. Um, something weird, like my title didn't update on Twitch, so I'm looking over when I float my mouse over, it has yesterday's title on it. The title for today's show is The War Board Issues and Analysis for Genocide. Okay, so um, that's a pretty serious topic today and I wanna kind of just get right into it because, look, here's the question, right? <clears throat> I spent four months in Auschwitz back in the 1900s working on a couple of movies award-winning films on the Holocaust, and it was life-changing and, and very much life-shaping for me. Uh, I haven't yet shown my documentary here on this show. I think I will one of these days, but there's so much happening in current events, um, as important as it is to go back and kind of show you where I'm coming from and why, and some of the things that kind of incite, uh, kind of influence my insights and perspectives right now. I think it's more important to just get right into it um, things are happening so quickly right now, and it's so many channels of activity. And what I mean by that is there's, or I can call them silos, but it's like this whole universe of totalitarian rush to takeover is happening on many, many levels. So if I use the life is like lasagna 
analogy, which I like to pull out sometimes. This is kind of one of those things. There is so many layers of mess and it's done like this on purpose. So it's like you have the media layer, the mockingbird media mess, which is our own intelligence agencies working with our own media, the institutions we were supposed to trust to tell us the truth, but they're actually on this long game to lie to us about everything so that ultimately whatever the American public believes is totally false. So that is where they've brought us over the last 50 years. And now we're at a time where a lot of people who trust in their institutions in America have been manipulated and are being used currently in very nefarious ways. And if people don't snap out of it and wake up soon, it's gonna be too late for a lot of them, a lot of us, okay? So let me tell you, like, the issue for me, having spent all this time back then and really recreating the gas chambers and the you know, crematoriums and every aspect of detail of the genocide has put me in this weird position of just seeing so much about the aftermath, the mass graves and what it looks like, what it looked like even 50, 60, 70 years later walking among the bones and the mass graves and all of the um, confiscated items and eyeglass frames and it's horrible stuff. I go to my quiet place. Okay, so the question becomes this. It becomes, okay, so Hitler, and when I say Hitler, I mean the whole Nazi regime. I mean all of the middle management layers and the people who drove the trains with all the Jews in them and the people who ran the ovens and the people who did everything. So like the, the office people who took the IBM punch cards with the Jews that were on the undesirables list and they kept all the punch cards in the file cabinets and like when their commandant asked them for you know, all the reports about who lived in a certain area. They went to the file cabinet, just like a secretary, and they got out the files, and it just had all the names and addresses of the Jews that needed to be rounded up in the next roundup. So it's like all those people were like part of this. So when I say Hitler, I'm talking about the whole thing, okay? I'm not just talking about the dude with the mustache, okay? So the issue is, um, and like... Hey, who is this? Daryl Kraft, what's up? Um, I, I will add a call-in feature to this show. I don't have one right now. Right now I'm um, broadcasting messages on the screen like this and I can engage with you and talk to you and you can um, talk to me. But anyone this goes to, if you're watching the show and you want to come on the show, please contact me um, off hours, like off the show and let's get a talk in and we'll figure out what you want to come in and talk about. And that's definitely happening right now as I want to start bringing people onto the show. And that in includes guests, but it also includes viewers with a point of view. So um, definitely invite you, Daryl, to, um, to come and join me. So do me a favor and send me a message um, on how to reach you, okay? So are you saying your telegram profile or my telegram profile? I'm not sure, but um, let's get into it after the show. Um, 
I would definitely love to have you on the show, okay? Um, so let's get in touch after the show. This is exciting for me because the show has to go to the next level and the next level is having more people on the show. Um, and so this last month and a half has been a lot about me just getting my sea legs and showing up every day and figuring out kind of what is the landscape that we're taking on and this is where I am today. So it's like today, super excited to see Daryl wants to come on the show. So I wanna talk about what's going on here. So dialing back to Hitler, okay? <laughs> dialing back to Hitler, all right? The question is, and I'm trying to keep it light, right? And, and it's like, it can't, you know, look, there's a lot of nefarious stuff happening and I really do, um, believe emphatically, I'm not just sitting here saying words. I believe we're all under attack. We've been under attack for over a year. I see indicators that show that we've already significantly lost the first round of the war here in America. And it looks like it's ramping up and getting ready to get a lot worse. And it's like, it's horrible being the guy <laughs> on the edge who sees the Titanic is gonna hit the iceberg and nobody's listening, okay? And I'm not, when I say nobody, I don't mean the guys, you know, you guys that are watching the show, obviously you're listening, right? So, but there are so many people who aren't and there are so many things. So what I did today is I created kind of a couple slides just for my own thinking before the show. And then I realized, you know, I should actually show this to you guys and do it with you. It's kind of like how I warboard out my ideas and I think how things are breaking out. Okay, so let me dial this back to Hitler again. Now I made full circle, you know, when I say Hitler, I mean the whole machine, the apparatus, the whole thing that was built in Nazi Germany that took several years to build up that apparatus before they started picking up the Jews and rounding them up and sending them to the extermination camps, right? Even during the years that they were actively exterminating hundreds of thousands of Jews every single day, tens of thousands in the various camps, they had active deniers and they were denying it on the news and the AP was spreading the propaganda against the Jews while saying that it, people were conspiracy theorists to say that, you know, Hitler would be exterminating anybody. Of course, he wouldn't do anything like that. And like that went on until the very end, until the camps were liberated and people saw the prisoners and finally had to acknowledge what had been going on. And it's like humanity put this willfully cloaked, you know, I don't want to see it over their eyes because some things in humanity are so ugly that we don't want to look at them even when they're right in front of us. So we convince ourselves through a whole series of um, just kind of mental masturbation that it's not happening. Okay, so this is kind of where we're at right now. So the question that I have is, I keep asking this, how did they let it happen back in Nazi Germany? And I ask that a lot because as I've been saying for the last few days on the show, since de Blasio announced in New York the vaccine passport mandate that's gonna kick in in November, we have crossed the threshold in America. It's no longer theoretical, it's no longer anything. 
people are still in abject denial right now, which is incredibly upsetting for anyone who knows their history and anyone who's living your life like it's normal and it's just another day. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but you are actively participating in putting America down the tubes forever. And so I've already said in New York, if you are in New York and you work for a company or you run a company or you run a business and you are not actively speaking out right now against these vaccine passports and making public statements and proclamations that you refuse to comply, that your business will not comply, that you will not let de Blasio or anyone turn New Yorkers into Nazis, okay? And you won't make Nazis out of New Yorkers is a great catchphrase. And I'd like to see New Yorkers picking it up. The problem is you guys, and this is like a real problem. So like whether you're, maybe I didn't spend enough time welcoming people, hugging you in. I want you to know how much I appreciate everyone who shows up on this show. Because at some point I criticize everybody. I criticize myself, I criticize my own viewers, and you guys put up with me because what I'm searching for is kind of like a, um, a line in the sand that most reasonable, average reasonable person who wants freedom and defending the constitution and wants to preserve the American way of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness there should be a line that kind of everyone in our society, no matter Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever the label, black, white, gay, trans, whatever, it doesn't matter. There should be like a line that everyone agrees preserves rights and freedoms for everyone. And that always involves the rights for people you don't agree with to say things that you don't wanna hear. Do you understand? So like if you're in a free society, you have to give people that room to like say shit you don't wanna hear and then turn the channel or go somewhere else. And like the whole move to shut people down and get people canceled when they say things that you don't like, um, that is the beginning of the end. So where we are right now is at a new beginning, which is the beginning of the end of freedom and the beginning of tyranny that's going to lead to genocide that's already leading to genocide like let's not fuck around there's hundreds of thousands of vaccine related deaths already that aren't being reported and the ones that are reported are already in the tens of like over 12,000 on the VAERS database which is over twice as many deaths has been reported on that same database for the entire history of the database for every vaccine known to mankind, okay? So in the last six months, we've had more than double the amount of deaths that were there before six months, and that's the low end. And so there's a vaccine holocaust, it's going full force right now, and they're in this trickery game where they're injecting people with these bioweapons, these spike proteins, and there's tons of doctors out there talking about how this works, but it's like the spike protein in the vaccine or in the mRNA that makes your own body make the spike protein, that is the bioweapon. It generates the variants, it sheds to other people whether they got the shots or not, and it makes people who got the shot very, very sick because 
just like the people who got the flu shot in 2019 were more susceptible to get COVID, if COVID is even a thing, because that's a whole other discussion, like they haven't seemed to have isolated actual COVID from any human. It seems to be from a digital database that is like flu-like symptoms they took from a person along with combined monkey virus and other strains of coronaviruses that they got from a Chinese database, okay? And you think I'm kidding, this is readily available information. I've been presenting it every day. Other people present it in a lot more detail than I do. So it's like, there's a big question whether COVID is even a real thing or whether it's just a different strain of a flu or a common cold that it doesn't kill any more people than the flu or the common cold. And yet all these crazy draconian things and fear of the virus and all this fear pandemic that's been unleashed on the people that is based on this PCR test that I've done weeks of analysis and breakdown of showing that the PCR tests are fraudulent. They're not used to diagnose any kind of illness. There was fake science done to get the emergency use authorization for the PCR test for COVID, which the FDA and the CDC put out a joint statement that they are stopping the emergency use authorization effective the end of this year, which rings another red flag bell for me because it's like, they already admitted then that it doesn't work. It doesn't tell the difference between flu and COVID. Therefore, nobody knows the difference between flu and COVID. There's no scientific test yet that can tell the difference. And all the talk about variants, Delta variant, Lambda variant is complete lies and made up because all they're doing is just diagnosing someone with symptoms and saying that they have a Delta variant. There's no test that distinguishes for it. So the whole thing is hanging on these threads of scam and faulty logic and fake science. And then they're using the fear because people have been feared and dumbed down to such stupidity and gullibility and fear. It's the most disgusting fucking pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life. A free country just turned into willful compliant robots, stick out the arm, get on TV, tell everyone that they need to get them the shot. Lindsey Graham, just put out the statement yesterday that he got the vaccine and got really sick, so everyone needs to get the vaccine. What kind of a fucking moron is that? The vaccine got you sick, you stupid fucking piece of shit. You fucking idiot, Lindsey Graham. You got the shot, it made you sick. So you're telling everyone to get the shot, you stupid fucking moron? What's wrong with you? You got sick from the shot, you fucking idiot. Everyone's got to wake up. Everyone's got to wake up. The shots are killing people and they're getting on TV and they're telling people that they got the shot and they got sick. So more people need to get the shot. How stupid do you think we are? How stupid are you? Okay. <laughs> Seriously, it's enough. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to wait for comments and uh, put them on later because I'm just on a rant right now. I don't feel like stopping. Okay, so let me show you this war board. Okay, what have we got here is a target, okay? And follow me, because like this, like everyone in the world is somewhere on this target, okay? And, and there's other charts and stuff like that, but this is the slice of life that I want to look at right now, okay? In the middle, 
is the regime that takes control. Now, that could be the Hitler regime. It could be the Stalin or the Lenin regime in Russia and the communist uprising. It could be the Chinese culture revolution. It could be all of the history that we have that shows when countries get taken over by totalitarian dictatorships. And we see that once that happens, it tends to happen for many, many, many years or decades if those countries ever get free again, okay? So we're in a time right now in America where people better wake up, like right now, not tomorrow, right now. Because here's the thing I wanted to tell you, I'll get back to this chart. Since I've been reporting on this issue and since de Blasio announced the vaccine passport in New York, okay? And since, here, I'm gonna put this uh, slide up as well. Since I put this slide up yesterday, and the day before and the day before that, and have been telling people that if they live in New York, they're now in the uncomfortable position of deciding what type of Germans they would have been in the Nazi era. And I've been through this in details on the last few shows, but like, here's the thing I need to report. I have a lot of friends in New York, a lot, okay? And that's friends from all walks of life, from like childhood, and from college and post-college and law school, <laughs> all right? And I have friends from the University of Pennsylvania in New York, a ton of them. And I have friends from New York Law School and all, you know, not one person out of the, I could, would say dozens and dozens, I can probably write a list of at least 30 people I personally know with phone numbers that I can call in New York right now, probably close to 100, but I'll say 30, okay? If I include my parents' friends, if I include like people I've known my whole life, probably over 100, okay? But let's say 30, like good enough friends that you would think that in the last couple of months, the last couple of weeks, I would have heard something. And so I have not heard from anyone who lives in New York or works in New York. I haven't heard any messages from any business owners there, um, anyone who's running events there. I haven't heard anything that my message has been received by anyone in New York. And I haven't heard anybody talking on the circuit, offline, online, anywhere about how they're going to organize and push back on the vaccine mandates and how they're going to stand up for medical freedom and the rights of people to not have to show their medical conditions and not have to prove any vaccine or not have to inject any experimental thing into their bodies. I haven't heard one person from New York talking about this, even reaching out to me quietly, privately to say, um, I need you to talk to me about this and help me figure out what our options are, okay? I haven't heard from anybody. And that to me is extraordinarily disappointing and alarming because it means that the people on the forefront of this attack on America and the American way, which actually started in a lot of ways on 9-11 with the attack in New York City and the psychological warfare that was played on the people of New York ever since 9-11 and has continued to do so, has taken the New York City 
that I was born and grew up in, grew up on and off, you know, in and out of the city and whatever. But like the New York that I knew as a kid, where everybody was strong and rugged and flipped the bird to anyone who didn't like it and you don't like it, F off. And they took that New York of rugged individualists and brave leaders and they beat the fuck out of you guys and scared you and bombed you and attacked you and gave you fake news for year after year after year until killed 15,000 of your old senior citizens in the first COVID wave of lies. And all of you just ran into your apartments and put on your masks and you're getting your vaccines now. And what the fuck happened to New York City and New Yorkers? What the fuck? Okay, and New York is like the forefront of the flipping the bird to anyone who doesn't like it. That's American strength right there, okay? So it's like looking at the globalist attack on America and looking at how in the long game they could take us down. What better way than to break the spirit of New Yorkers who should be the ones at the forefront of the spear pushing these people off and saying, fuck no, we're not gonna do vaccine mask pant mandates and masks indoors and social distancing in New York City, are you kidding me? Like it should have been game on a year ago, but because people were so beaten down into the compliance mindset, they were so willing to like take one for the team, that is communist thinking, you guys, and it's like, the selfish, you know, telling people they're selfish for wanting their freedoms and the whole thing is backwards, inside out and backwards now. So it's really sad because what happens, oh, hold on a minute, I hit the wrong button there. Um, let's go back to this war board. Okay, so basically you've got to look at this board to understand the psychology of totalitarian regimes. So totalitarian regime is taking control. They wanna have total control over your body, over your life and death. They wanna be able to kill you if they want, keep you alive if you want, enslave you, um, and do whatever they want with you. Inject you with all this stuff, which I'm telling you has technology that they're gonna later use to control you. It's killing people already. It's setting people up for lifetime of illness but the ones who don't die are having these graphene structures built into their bodies that's going to allow signals to be transmitted into your body to control your hormones, your emotions, and all of this stuff. And it's like everyone who's willfully playing this game is not only giving yourself over to the enemy, but you're giving over the whole country and you're giving over the whole world, okay? So here's what we look at. In the middle is the regime, okay? That regime is the people in charge, okay? Right outside that regime are the people who are in on it, okay? So if you look at the blue state governors, Cuomo and Whitmer and the, the ones who killed all the old people last year, they're in that in on it circle, okay? And the theory goes that Cuomo, there might be something coming down the pike, possibly, that he didn't want to participate in. And so they're throwing him under the bus now with these sexual allegations. It's, I'm sure he did, but they would have let him slide on it like they always let their own people slide on sexual stuff unless 
they're going to get in trouble for something bigger and then they can throw someone under the bus with sexual stuff to derail the media and everyone from talking about the real deal. So there's the people who are in on it. The people who are in on the COVID scam are people who are getting paid to diagnose COVID, um, you know, COVID cases when they know that there's not really a COVID case there. The PCR labs, like everyone who's in on it, okay? Now, right outside, you're going to see the blue, green, and red circles. And these are the three classes of fools, okay? And they exist in every totalitarian regime. And each class, as we get, okay, so in the middle, they have control over the plan. They know what they're doing, and they're doing it to everyone in the outer circles except themselves, okay? So the people who are in on it, okay, so if you look at Obama's party and everyone's having fun and they're not socially distanced and they're not masked and some of them weren't vaccinated and when they get on TV and they get questioned about it, they say things like, well, you know, we're a sophisticated crowd, so we're not going to get COVID. It's like they're sophisticated because they know that COVID is a lie and that nobody's going to get COVID. And they're sophisticated enough that they have the power so they don't have to listen to their own stupid rules that were put to control you. Okay, so there's the useful idiots, okay? And the useful idiots are all the people who ran to get the shot first before it was even, when they were, when they were lying and saying that it was scarce and not everyone could get it. And they were getting people to jump over other people to try to get that shot, okay? And they were on social media spreading their propaganda like, I can't wait to get the shot and I'll, we all even pay to get it and all that stuff. It's like those people are the useful idiots, okay? So the regime and the people who are in on it have to do very little work to get the useful idiots on board who then use all of their voice to try to get the next layer, the willfully compliant on board. So the willfully compliant, okay, they are like still trusting, okay, but they're not asking enough questions. And even if they ask questions and they see things don't really make sense, they're just so conditioned to trust in authority and believe in authority structures that they're going to go and get their needle, okay? And they're going to just do it because they were told to do it. And it's like if they were um, bribed or incentivized, you know, and it got them to the table and, you know, the regime had to pay for some free donuts or some beers or something for those people. You see what I mean? Or even in a lottery to pay for their education. I mean, they're not going to be alive that long to take them up on that offer if they get all these shots, but still. Okay, so... The reluctantly compliant is kind of where people are now who still haven't gotten the shot, but they don't yet realize that the shot is not mandatory if they're not getting physically held down and injected against their will. Okay, so like the reluctantly compliant are like, they're the ones that are going to hear words coming at them. And they're going to take the words, which is propaganda, okay, 
as if it has a physical power over them. Okay, follow me here. And then they're going to voluntarily go and submit to the shot. And they're going to use the words that they heard that it was mandatory as an excuse as to why they voluntarily complied and got the shot. So they're reluctantly compliant. Do you see what I mean? It's like they'll try and claim that they weren't compliant, that they didn't have a choice. Oh, my employer said I needed to get the shot or I can't work there anymore. So I just went and got the shot. Whereas somebody next to them might tell the employer, um, I'm going to keep coming to work every day and I'm not going to get the shot. <laughs> and the employer's going to be like, well, you can't come. And he's going to be like, well, you're going to have to fire me because I'm not quitting. And until the employer fires you, okay, if you take the shot, it's your voluntary shot. If you say to the employer, if the employer says, hey, you can't come in tomorrow or today without taking the shot, and either you need to take the shot or you can quit, some people will take that as if that's true, but that's totally not true. He's just giving those people two choices. Those aren't the only choices. He says you can get the shot and come into work or you can quit. The third option, which is actually the only intelligent option, is I don't take either of those choices. I'm coming to work and if you don't like it, you're gonna have to fire me because I'm not complying with medical tyranny. I won't be part of a medical experiment and you can't make me quit. So I'll be at work and if you don't like it, you know what you can do, okay? That's the way to deal with these vaccine mandates. It's called non-compliance, okay? And anything less is willful compliance. So if somebody says, my boss says I couldn't come to work today, so I had to, um, I had to quit, okay, then that person doesn't get unemployment and that person doesn't get wrongful termination and that person has no cause of action because that person quit voluntarily because they thought that they had no choice, but that's because their mindset is weak and it's based in compliance mindset. It's not based in leadership and strength and knowledge and wisdom, okay? And knowledge and wisdom that each of us is a sovereign being in control of our own body. And until they come to your door with a goon squad and guns and needles, and then they're attacking you with deadly weapons and you have the right to defend yourself, okay, under those circumstances, then it's an actual fight for your life. Are they trying to inject you with deadly poison? and with the threat of gun or the threat of taking you to a COVID camp, a quarantine camp. So like, it's really important we look at the, um, what is it called? The first rule of survival for violent crime attacks, for, crim for kidnapping, for um, sexual assault. There's like the number one rule of survival that every single law enforcement guy, every single survivalist, everyone who goes on TV and teaches people how to survive um, a violent attack or a carjacking or anything like that. The number one rule, okay, you guys know what it is? Do not ever let them take you to a second location. That's the number one rule. So it means if you're getting carjacked in a Target parking lot, 
you know, or outside your house and they hold a gun to you and they say, get in the car and drive. The time to fight and scream and kick and try to run away and dare them to shoot you by acting hysterically out loud so other people can see and hear you is right there on the spot, in the parking lot, in the street, because as soon as they take you in that car and bring you to a second location, it's over for you. That's where they rape you, kill you, dismember you, and get rid of your body, and they don't find you for weeks, okay? So why would it be any different in the COVID camp scenario? Okay, so yesterday I showed you an executive order signed by Governor Lee in Tennessee that established COVID concentration camps to be built, okay, and a series of horrific draconian powers that are given to the state and to these middle management layers that they can telephone you if they don't like your attitude they can come and kidnap you they can call you a health threat they can throw you in a covid camp okay they can mentally commit you to a mental institution they can do all kinds of stuff and then under the same executive order he suspended all investigations into any of these facilities so if another emergency is declared, just like they did for COVID, if they get up and say, hey, we have an Omega variant and, and there's so many cases, and even though you're not seeing any deaths piling up and there's no deaths anywhere that you can see, uh, it's just cases, 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 which is just fake statistics with the PCR tests that have already been um, ordered to stop at the end of the year because they can't tell the difference between anything. Most people are so dumb that they're still under this um, fog of war where cases, cases, cases gets people all freaked out and then they can announce that there's an emergency. And as part of the emergency, they need to lock down and everyone needs to do all this stuff. And it's like under the executive order in Tennessee that was just signed, all that needs to be done is declared an emergency and all these things kick in immediately. So it's like, it brings me back to the beginning of the Hitler discussion because until they're carting off all the Jews in the trains and bringing them to the gas chambers and even through all that time where they're denying it's happening, but the people who lived in the cities where the Jews were rounded up and those people were right where the New Yorkers are right now. You see what I'm saying? They were right there and they had their friends and neighbors targeted and separated and then ultimately rounded up and carted off. And at every stage, they were like, oh no, that couldn't be happening. And it's like the New Yorkers are saying that now because I'm not hearing from them and I'm very vocal that New Yorkers are at the tip of the spear. So it means that my own friends that are in New York and that watch this show don't wanna to listen to what I have to say. They don't wanna be where they are and I understand that, my heart goes out to you. But the only option is to participate now or to fight against it. And to pretend it's not happening is participating in it and helping usher in this age of genocide, okay? So like, at what point, like they had to build the crematoriums. It took 
months to build structures that could incinerate mass numbers of people. They had to build them. So before they built them, they had to have engineers draw the plans for them. And so that took time. And before that, they had to have meetings where they talked about acquiring parts of land and what they were going to use for, I mean, it takes a while to build the infrastructure for extermination and genocide of your political rivals, okay? And it's very clear that what's happening now with the infrastructure bill that doesn't build any roads or tunnels, but it totally builds the infrastructure for tyranny. It allows them to track everyone's car where you're driving and try to restrict you and charge you by the mile on some carbon tax. It also creates funding to do all of these things, these COVID camp buildings and all of this stuff. So at what time in German history would the population maybe have gotten wind to the fact that they're starting to put laws in place like I showed you yesterday, 20 states now allow for the liquid cremation of dead bodies. So like they're already pre-planning for mass waves of deaths, okay? And then you wanna come up for the 40,000 foot view, you have the globalists and this was warned to us 10 years ago by Alex Jones, right? Who put out the Rockefeller paper movies about lockstep and was warning us 10 years ago that we'd be in masks and unable to go to sports games and they're gonna close the ballparks and separate the families. And people were like, are you crazy? Get that guy off the air, he's crazy. Okay, <laughs> so we were warned and now we're here and at, now they're passing laws to allow liquid cremation of mass amounts of dead bodies and flushing them down the sewer and implementing the National Guard's ability to do mass roundups and building COVID quarantine camps for a virus that only kills three out of a thousand people. It's like, what the hell? What the hell? And so if we look at this war board, the three classes of fools, the useful idiots, the willfully compliant and the reluctantly compliant all together create what later after, okay, so the non-compliant, that's the black ring around the outside. Those are the people who will not get the, the death shot, who are outspoken against it, who are trying to warn people about the agenda to exterminate a large portion of humanity and enslave what's left, okay? These are the people who are being targeted and have already been targeted, rugged individualists, patriots, Christians. And we're all being warred on right now. And the, the pandemic of the unvaccinated, it's all the propaganda that goes, let me, um, oh, sorry, I, I made a slide out of this, okay? So we've got the 10 stages of genocide, okay? So if we go back on this slide on the right, it says the 10 steps to genocide. It goes with this 10 stages of genocide, okay? And it's always implemented against the undesirable class. In Germany, it was the Jews, and then it was the uh, Catholics and the gypsies, okay? And in this case, it starts with the vaccine non-compliant, okay? First, 
okay? But the three classes of fools don't realize, and they never seem to realize this, that they are also targeted for either extermination and or slavery to the elite class. So the elite class is the regime that takes control and the small circle of people who are in on it and betray their own people and work with the regime to do the coup and the takeover and that's what's happening now, okay? So what they don't realize is after they get rid of most of the non-compliant, if they could round us up and put us in these COVID camps and call us health threats to everyone, okay? Then they get rid of us and they silence our voices and stuff. And all they're left with are the three classes of fools. So those people become the slave class and the underclass forever. And they'll never get out. And unfortunately, because they participated in the shaming and the silencing and the cancel culture of the outer rung of the non-compliant class, okay, they have participated in the roundup and extermination or lifetime imprisonment of the only people among them who could have led them back to freedom. Does that make sense, you guys? So right now, you have people like me in this black realm of the outside and I'm nowhere near the tip of the spear, but I am just among the formerly indoctrinated who kind of had my eyes open enough to wake up and realize at the beginning of the COVID outset that like what they were saying about masks didn't make any sense at all because I have half a brain. So like the virus is a hundred times smaller than a mask particle. So why did anyone even allow that conversation to happen? Okay. So I tried to get out there and talk against it and I was smacked down, boom, 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 and a lot of other people too, okay? But like, we were out there in the beginning and I'm out there now and I'm saying, hey, now I'm seeing stuff like Alex Jones from 10 years ago and I feel like I was the moron who had my eyes wide shut for so long. So that's why I'm here now doing this and it's like, you may just be a step in front of me, a step behind me, right next to me, like everyone's on the trajectory somewhere. And each one of us is doing what we can do. Um, but it's like everything I see that shows, you know, that we're slipping down this path um, of authoritarianism and totalitarianism. What's up, Grace? How you doing? Um, it's just really scary to me, okay? So like I have friends, really good friends, dear friends, some people who watch the show who have kids in schools and when they send me pictures of their kids on their teams in masks, it is so upsetting to me. I feel like I'm sick to my stomach and it's so hard for me to communicate that like, when you're looking at a class of school kids, whether they're in high school or college, certainly not in elementary school, but anywhere, especially when they're old enough to stand up for themselves. Because there's this kid, this BMX girl, who's like 11 years old, who flipped the bird to her whole school district about masks. And after she wore it for day after day, and at some point she just said, I had enough. And she flipped the bird and she is running on Instagram 
against all, I mean, she's just has this amazing messaging campaign about how masks are hurting kids and they're dangerous and nobody should comply and they're double standards and the teachers don't wear them a lot of times in the student, in the teacher lounges. And like, she's doing what parents should be doing. And it's like, when I see kids in masks, Okay, and it's hard for me because I don't have any kids yet. I always wanted them. Okay, but it's like I don't want to tell other parents how to parent their children because I don't have children yet. And I have no way to know how hard it is to just get through the day to day. Okay, and I understand that. So I try to be really respectful of that. But there's something missing when I see a school, when I see a, a, a group of kids all masked up, acting normal. That tells me we've already lost. We have lost the war. And it's like, I want to see kids with their masks on the ground flipping the bird to the camera or holding them up with one hand and flipping the bird with the other. That would give me hope for the future of America. But when I see our kids, America's kids, masked up and posing in a group shot, it's normalizing the dehumanization that's been done to them and they don't even realize it, okay? And like, I was out buying fruit at my favorite um, Mexican fruit stand guy down the street a week or two ago and I ran into these four kids who were walking in a mask, in masks, okay? And I'm like, and they're like in their 20s and I'm like, why are you guys masked up outside? It's not even good for you. You're blocking your oxygen and you're not, you're going to hurt your brain. And like, they were so stupid about it. Like they just, they prefer to have their masks on. So it's like, I'm looking at a whole generation of kids that's been warred on and then their parents have been compliant and they haven't been, like I know some parents who train their kids in the constitution and who train their kids in weapons use and who train their kids to be able to take on authoritarianism and question authority and like that 11 year old kid who has all the facts on masks and she could take on any adult. She could take on Fauci. She knows more than he does, you know? And it's like, so it's like when I see parents that have kids that are wearing masks instead of leading the fight against masks, it's terrifying for me, for the future of our country. It's gone, we're already lost. It's like, and people who normalize that and don't realize that they're actively participating in just throwing away our country and they claim to care about our future, but they let their kids wear masks or get shots. It like, it doesn't add up at all and it's completely wrong. And so that's all I have to say about that. Um, so we're at a place where we've got the non-compliant are being set up to be rounded up. And it's happening in all over the world. You've got now in France and in other places, police going around literally asking people for their papers when they're eating in cafes and stuff like that. Like literally going around, show us your documents. So how is this any different from the Nazi era? And how are people around the world letting it happen? And I think that the issue is a lifetime of being dumbed down with chemicals and fluoride and GMOs and fear messaging on TV and twisted patriotism and putting these NSA guys 
on the news and making them like as if they're commentators or they're really just spreading mockingbird disinformation. Like we are so fucked as a society because we're so comfortably numb and we are actively participating by our passivity, by our apathy, by our unwillingness to believe that things are as bad as they are, by willfully letting our kids go down the path of being controlled and mass controlled and mind controlled and not even teaching our children how to be independent and individuals and fight against authority and totalitarianism. It's, we are losing quickly this battle, okay? I saw a video today of a guy in New York, not unlike me, just trying to like give the news and share stuff, but he's already been rendered homeless and now he's staying in a homeless shelter in New York where he's able to do these live streams, but he is um, basically saying he's seen people around him dying from the vaccine, but nobody's died of Corona, right? And so it is really scary and crazy that we are in this time right now where like, I have to be getting on this video and talking about stuff like this. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. So like, let me go through a couple of news shots and we'll look at some things um, just to kind of put stuff in context, okay? And then we can wrap it up for today. So like from LifeSite News, I'm looking at some articles. There is now considerable medical evidence okay, of COVID-related vaccine-induced blood clots, okay, that comes from the spike proteins. And um, so there's a ton of information that's coming out about that. And we've already gone through that in detail and we will more. Um, okay, so England's public health statistics are showing hospitalization and death occur at a higher rate among the vaccinated. And it says 65% of hospitalizations and deaths involving CV-19 are among those who have had at least one dose of the experimental jabs, okay? And that is because, my friends, um, I say this all the time, I'm not sure um, who's watching this and what platforms you're on and if you've heard me repeat myself and stuff, but um, I call it the antibacterial soap response, okay? And I understand that we're talking about viruses and not bacteria, and it's a different thing, but it's kind of the same thing. Um, several years ago, there was an explosion of antibacterial products um, and antibiotic resistant bacteria. And it was found that these bacteria grew super strong because so many people were using antibacterial soap, they had replaced regular soap with antibacterial soap. And it ended up just making the bacteria resistant to the antibiotics. So that when people were very sick and normally they would take a Z-Pack or some kind of antibiotic and it would knock it right out, people were having a harder and harder time knocking out the bacterial infection because of this kind of the super spreader effect, okay? So what happens is if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. So people who are getting the jabs are being inoculated for a synthetic 
virus that comes from a database that they've never really isolated in a human. And the vaccine is experimental gene therapy technology. It's not traditional vaccine. It's not an attenuated form of the virus that they give you that then makes your body create antibodies. It's not that at all. They shoot you and your body creates these spike proteins, which then go to war with your heart and your brain and your organs, and it wreaks havoc. And in the short run, it's killing people and they're censoring that. And in the medium term, it's gonna create the antibody dependent enhancement, ADE, which is going to result in about this flu season and next flu season in a combined wave of deaths in the millions. And they're going to blame it on variants. They're not going to blame it on the vaccine. And this is all part of the extermination agenda. To rush to get everyone the shot before anybody realizes what's happening and then censor the first wave of deaths from the people who can't handle the shots initially. And then a large portion, millions and millions and millions of people who get these shots, like the animals who died two to three years later within the animal experiments for mRNA shots, they're all gonna start dying in like within the next year and going on for a year or two. And they're going to be dying because their bodies have generated so many of these spike proteins that they can no longer function a regular immune system. And when they get exposed to some wild strain of virus or a variant of the virus, it's going to cause mass deaths and they're going to blame it on variants, okay? So right now we're seeing the beginning of this where the people who get the shots are already producing variants in their own body that then their own body can't even fight because of the jabs they got already changed their body's immune system and it no longer works the way God intended it to work, where it's broad and it fights a whole wide range of stuff and it's quickly adaptable. We don't need these shots for something that doesn't even kill 0.003% of people who get it. It's ridiculous and it's all a bioweapon campaign for controlled depopulation of the mass population and enslavement of the rest. And that's the real agenda and it's happening already and the people are already participating. They're just not sure where on the circle they are. So it's like looking at the circle of the warboard, it just, you gotta pick a place and decide which one you are, right? I'm in the non-compliant realm. I will not take the death shot. They will not make me take it. They will have to shoot me in the head to make me take it. I won't let them take me to a second location. So for me, all the threats in the world and you can't shop and you can't do this, that means nothing. Until they actually don't let me shop or until they don't let me leave my house, everything they're saying is just words and I don't listen to any of it. I see it as what they're trying to do is set the stage so they can send the goon squad to my apartment and everyone else and round us all up and put us in these COVID camps. But again, that's the second location and the first rule of survival for any violent attack is never under any circumstances, let them take you to a second location. So anyone who's watching this, who's in the non-compliant class needs to be well aware that it's like, they're not coming today, they're not coming tomorrow, okay? It's not like, 
you need to be out there fully armed like the McCluskey's out on your front lawn waiting for BLM and Antifa to come knock down your door. It's not imminent like that, like it was for them that night, okay? But it's imminent like Governor Lee in Tennessee just signed the order for COVID camps and medical kidnapping. And so it's starting the domino effect. And New York already put the vaccine passport into effect, effective November. And it's probably gonna happen here in California soon. And it's like the people, the things I'm saying about the New Yorkers, I'm also gonna be saying about the Californians. So it's like wherever this tyranny rises its ugly head, wherever you live, you're all of a sudden put in that uncomfortable position where you have to realize what kind of a German you would have been. And it's unfortunate, but it's also a rallying cry for everyone that it's time for America to wake up. It's time for everyone to wake up and realize if you are not in on it, okay, then don't be a useful idiot or a class of fools. If you're not in on it and you understand what's happening, then join the fight against it and get your kids into it and get your parents into it and get all the generations into it and start organizing and push back legally. And if you don't have money for a lawyer, use your own brain as a lawyer and come up with the arguments and arm your kids with the knowledge and send your kids to school and encourage them to throw their mask away and to organize mask burnings and to take on these institutions and to take your money out of the institutions, take your kids out of the schools that are mandating the indoctrination and stop indoctrinating your children into this communist, anti-American, anti-human agenda to destroy humanity, to enslave us, okay? And to make us all slaves controllable by this elite class it is disgusting what's happening and it's even more disgusting that so many people in America seem to still be sleeping about it. I'm completely beyond, I'm beside myself. It's like among the awakened, people are wide awake, but like among the sleeping classes, it's fucking crazy. It's like, what's it gonna take for people to wake up and realize that you're under attack? It's crazy, guys. It's like, I don't know what people are waiting for. I really don't because there does come a time when the National Guard or the Capitol Police rolls out into every city based on the laws that they're putting in place now that nobody's pushing back on. And if like one day they're gonna roll into the cities with the tanks or with the armored squads or whatever and they're not gonna announce it they're gonna just start the door-to-door -door roundups. And so again, not today, not tomorrow, not trying to be alarmist, but I'm sounding the alarm because this is happening and there's no way it's not happening. Because you can see from the seven, the 10 stages of genocide, okay? Let's just take a look already. So classification, distinguishing people into us and them, by ethnicity, race, religion, nationality, Russian and Jews, Russians, Ukrainians, vaccinated and unvaccinated. Hello, okay? That is classification, okay? Step two, symbolization, giving names or symbols to the classifications, distinguishing people by colors or dress and applying symbols to group members, okay? So that's like, 
the yellow bracelet that you have to wear on the Steelers now or the vaccine passports that you have to show, okay? Dehumanization, denying the humanity of the other groups. So members are gonna be called health threats and dangerous and the pandemic of the vac unvaccinated. And people are already spreading their hate language on, look, there's a reason I don't show you clips from MSDNC and CNN and all the fake news and the people who are doing the warring on us because I won't watch them. I can't stand those people. They're disgusting. They make me sick and I will not give them any airtime on my show, okay? So they're disgusting. We know what they're doing and they are disgusting. They're enemies of the people and they're lying continuously and they're spreading hate against the unvaccinated who are truly the healthy people in the world. So organization, that's what I'm talking about now with the laws from Tennessee and the um, organizing plans for genocide, usually by the state, often using militias to provide deniability of state responsibility. So that's like the BLM and Antifa riots and thugs in the summertime and going out there and it's where they'll um, mobilize the National Guard and stuff to be able to say that it's a health threat polarization, which they do all day long on the news, hate groups broadcast polarizing propaganda, laws may forbid intermarriage or social interaction. So now you can't go uh, unvaccinated and the vaccinated can't be together. I already showed some signs from the Jim Crow era that was like no Negroes and no Mexicans and no dogs. So it was basically saying white people, brown people, black people could not congregate together. And then they likened brown and black people to dogs, you know, saying they were un inhuman and dirty and they shouldn't be allowed in those establishments. So that's exactly what they're doing now with the unvaccinated. But because people are afraid of this virus, they don't see that it's based on a skin color or on, you know, whether you like the same body parts on your sexual partner or the opposite body parts, like since it's not a surface level thing, people are de deluding themselves and denying themselves that this is happening because they're saying, well, it's vaccinated, so that's really a health issue. So it really is legitimate to discriminate, but that is washing over all of the cognitive dissonance around the vaccines. If the vaccine works, then an unvaccinated person is no threat. If the vaccine works, you can't get what you got vaccinated for. If you get what you got vaccinated for after you get vaccinated, then the vaccine gave it to you, you stupid fucking moron. It wasn't someone who didn't have it. I don't have a Rolls Royce. Can I give you a Rolls Royce? I don't have a Rolls Royce. If you were found with a Rolls Royce, could you tell people that you got it from me? No, I don't have one to give you nor do I have Corona to give you, okay? But you got the vaccine and then you got sick, Lindsey Graham. Duh, you got it from the vaccine, you stupid old man, all right? Are you too old to realize that your brain doesn't work anymore? Or are you in on it? Like, are you a useful idiot, Lindsey Graham? Or are you in on it? I think you're in on it. I think you're in that smaller group of people who are in on it, okay? Either that or you're like a useful idiot, Lindsey Graham. Okay, so only idiots talk like that. Like you got the vaccine and then you got really sick from what you got vaccinated against. So you wanna tell everyone else to get the vaccine. 
What kind of a fucking moron are you? I know I already went through this. Fucking Lindsey Graham, you stupid idiot, or you're in on it and you're complicit. Either way, fuck off, Lindsey Graham, okay? So now, preparation. Separating victims because of ethnic, religious identity or vaccinated status, okay? Death lists are drawn up, property is expropriated. So like, this is gonna be the roundup of the unvaccinated, okay? And the extermination, this is where they're gonna round up the unvaccinated, dump them in these COVID camps. And then like Robley's executive order, it allows for the suspension of all inspections of these facilities. So it's like they round you up and call you a public health threat because you don't want them to inject you with their death shot. And then they call you a public health threat and they round you up and they put you in a concentration camp. And then they forcibly inject you with their poison until you die. And then they tell everyone on the outside who's not allowed in because they've suspended the inspections, okay? And they tell everyone that there's a mass wave of deadly variants going on and all these people are dying in the concentration camps that they're calling the quarantine camps. And they're killing everyone in there and they're telling everyone on the outside that they're dying of these variants, okay? Because it's unvaccinated and it's so dangerous. It is so dark and evil that it's disgusting, crazy, scary, horrifying at the same time. And it's like, everyone should be talking about it. So here I am talking about it. And then denial. Deny committing any crimes, often blaming what happened on the victims, covering up the evidence and intimidating witnesses. So all of that is happening at the same time. There's already people dying from the shots. The only thing that isn't existing yet are the mass roundups and the dumping of people into these camps. But I already showed you there's training about the roundup and isolation and quarantine, they're saying, of large portions of a local rural community. Then you have 20 states that have legalized liquid cremation of mass bodies, okay? Then you have Tennessee governor legalizing the COVID camps, the roundups, the suspension of inspections at the facilities. And so I got a 10 warning bell alarm here. All 10 stages of genocide, full force, going after the people on the outer non-compliant target first, okay? Using all those people, the three classes of fools and the people who are in on it, in the war against the non-compliant to make this happen, okay? And then we have the people who are like, just not tuned in who are unfortunately even them kind of letting it happen because like, okay, so I have a buddy who just left California, California, and bought a ranch in Tennessee because of the freedom and there's no mandates there and this and that, but then the governor of Tennessee went and signed this executive order. So I'm talking to my buddy on text this morning and he's like, I, I, he's not concerned. And I'm like, did you read the order? And he's like, yeah, I read the order. I'm not concerned. And I'm like, how could you not be concerned? And so here's where I'm at, you guys. Like if, if you have smart people who are freedom-minded, who can read this bullshit 
and be forced, he's telling me he's getting pressured from his employer to take the jab and he told the employer no and I told him what I told you guys today, make him fire you so you have a cause of action for wrongful termination, don't quit because then you don't get unemployment and you can't go after them, you know? And don't certainly don't get the jab voluntarily based on a threat that you need to get it. And so this guy is, you know, independent-minded enough to tell his employer to F off about the jab and fire me if you don't like it. Um, but he's not concerned about this order that the governor signed. And I am on all alert because this, this brings me back to the beginning. So this is how I'll wrap it up for today. To the beginning of today's show where I started asking the question, so like, would you have stopped Hitler? And when I say Hitler, I mean the entire apparatus. When they started building the crematoriums or when only when the bodies are already being incinerated or do you, or if you actually found the meeting where they had the plan and they drew up the plans for the crematoriums before they even built them, would you have spoken up then? Would that have concerned you then? Because right now they have legalized the building of COVID quarantine camps, which are concentration camps. And they've legalized the suspension of inspections in these camps, which means that anything can happen in the camps and nobody from the outside will ever know. And based on everything we already see, I already laid out what is going to happen. They're gonna continue to ramp up the fear of the variants. In this flu season, we're gonna to start to see a lot of deaths. And in the next year, when the antibody dependent enhancement really has kicked in, when people have had these shots and they've incubated in their bodies for a year and a half, two years, really changing their DNA, changing the way that their body and immune system functions. And those people get exposed later to the virus and they all drop dead like all the animals did within five years, okay? What we're gonna see then is the kicking in of what's being put into place now. And that's why I'm here with the alarms and the warning bells and the flags and saying, wake up everybody, because we're gonna see the mass deaths. They're happening, they can't be stopped. Everyone's already been inoculated. 75 to 90% of those people will die in the next five years already based on the animal test. No new technology has been invented that will change that outcome, okay? And it's been well known that it's gonna happen. And what's also well known that's gonna happen because you go back to the Rockefeller document of lockstep is that they have already forecasted what they're gonna do. An ever increasing wave of deaths spurred on by more vaccines and more shots and it's like this downward spiral and it keeps going around. And the vaccines cause more deaths and they make more fear about variants and they get people to take more vaccines. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Somehow people are caught in this cognitive dissonance where they're not realizing that the vaccine is the bioweapon and is causing the whole thing and the more people participate in it, the more people die, and the more people die, the more new shots they're gonna try to force on everyone, and then they're gonna round up all the non-compliant and the people with the big mouths, and they're gonna call us health threats, and they're gonna throw us in these uninvestigatable places, and they're gonna inject us with death shots, and they're gonna kill us and silence us, and dead people tell no tales, okay? So, 
At some point, the public needs to wake up and they need to see these laws for liquid cremation and for COVID quarantine camps. And they need to start questioning the PCR fraud and questioning how anyone's testing for variants in the first place and how they can't distinguish between flu and COVID, no less COVID one variant versus another variant. People need to wake up, get off the couch, get into the fight and push back on the vax mandates and burn the masks and all of it and reject all of it and flush it all down in the trash heap of history and call people out as being either in on it or useful idiots for the people who are in on it and the totalitarian regime. All the evidence is here. It's everywhere we look. People are dropping dead like flies and people are being silenced who are trying to talk about it. And so um, that's my warning bell for today. And... Um, that's all I got for you guys. I'm sorry that my messages are not so happy and uplifting. That's why I try to throw some music in there every once in a while. But this is serious stuff, and I'm I don't know <laughs> I don't know what else to say except that people need to get up and fight, okay? Because we are losing this fight, and we're losing it big, and we're losing it with every kid with a mask on. We're losing, and everyone who doesn't push back on a vax order, we're losing, and. We're very quickly getting to that tipping point where it's going to be too late for everyone. Okay, guys, I love you. I hope that this message gets through to anyone, one person who can wake up and join the fight. Then what I'm doing is worth it. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow at 3. <laughs> Evan J. Livestream. See you later. Take care.